Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. They do with good content. <laughs> well, howdy doody, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dugson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin-Duggan. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Let's not forget Kyle the coach, Duggan. Hey, bud. Hey, hey bud. bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Kevin and I are in St. Louis, and when we're in St. Louis, we record in the same room because there's no other eyes, option. <laughs> eyes up here, okay? Eyes up here. <laughs> so, yes, you get to hear Kevin and I banter and laugh with each other, and Kyle gets to sit in his room as he usually do. Go to your room. <laughs> so... Folks, lots to talk about this episode, Uh, some OTA stuff going on. We've got a Craig experience lined up and a new segment, Yeah, uh, which (laughs) we recorded just prior to this episode, and it's a doozy. Stick around. (laughs) Stick around. You won't want to miss it. For the inaugural (laughs) segment. Uh, And as always, we have an Ask Bolt fam, so let's waste no time. Let's start off here at the top. Uh, Daniel Popper tweeting out, Justin Herbert said the plan is for him to work back into seven on seven drills this week during OTAs would be his first team drills of the offseason. Herbert has been rehabbing from labrum surgery he underwent in January on his non throwing shoulder. Great news. Good to hear. Great news. You kind of if it felt like uh, this was going to happen. They're just being like cautious, obviously cautious. Yes. Um, yeah. And I'm fine with that. And clearly, though, you know, the wide receivers are getting all the reps they need from 
the Duggan and uh, the stick and the so, stick, the stick and the Duggan. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, so I'm go- thank God. Like he, when he was throwing, he looked great. He was yeah. throwing awesome stuff. I was yeah. I was shocked that he was out there doing like individual throwing drills and stuff. I was I thought mm-hmm. that was awesome, way ahead of schedule stuff. So yeah, right. I don't really know why it's different going from throwing the football in individual drills to seven on seven. It's not like he's getting hit. It's not live. So. It's cool to hear. It'll be fun to see the highlights when they throw them up there. Um, right. And you're you're coming to the end of OTAs. This is the last week of OTAs. Next week they have the little tiny two day mandatory mini camp. We'll see. Um, and then you got a big big old break until training camp. So it'll right. be it'll be fun to see at least the clips that they show us of Justin Herbert throwing the football because Quentin Johnston has been making some catches. Like he, they they toss up the highlights of week two of OTAs. The guys, I'm catches, excited, yeah. man. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The little lobs in the end zone, the little fades that they were running in the red zone drill. And then one, he shook he shook Asante Samuel pretty bad on a yeah. little out and in route, which was cool. So it'll be fun to see Justin throw into him. Yeah, he definitely will. I think maybe why they didn't have Justin do the competitive stuff is they're worried about his competitiveness and he might go a little too hard. You know what mm. I mean? Maybe that's kind of the Justin Herbert way. Maybe that's why I held him back a little it's bit. Possibility. It's a long season. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Lindsay Theory tweeted out, it's been 100% for a while. Uh, this is from Chargers left tackle Rashawn Slater on the left bicep tear uh, that sidelined him last season. So frustrating because we knew he was coming back if we beat the Jaguars. That next game. Yeah. He was coming back, dude. He's like, it's been 100% since the playoff game. Like, I was right. ready to rock and roll. They were just holding me off for a seat for one week. It's, I mean, it's just, always good to hear, but it's just he, if he would have just suited up when Jamari went down, if he, he just had his pads on, just get out there, oh, do a God. quarter, just kind get of like in a there. third quarterback thing where they're just yeah. suited up, but they're not counted. You should have yeah. that for every position. I agree. <laughs> every position should have the one extra guy in waiting. We're coming out with 90 players every game. Yeah. They're all back. Dude, that'd be sick. The sideline is completely full of players. <laughs> I like Sign it. Sign me up. I you like just sprinkle it. in giants that look scary and intimidating on the other sideline, even if they're not going to play. Yeah, and everybody walks off for the coin toss, and literally a yeah. hundred yard, a whole hundred yards of men just standing there face to face. This, is, Hell this yeah. is no longer football. This is like war. This is war. armies. Yeah, hundred percent. There you go. Um, all right. Well, speaking of Rashawn Slater, he uh, he was interviewed by uh, reporters earlier this week and had a few quotes from him here. Slater, on missing most of the 2022 season with a torn bicep and coming back, said, I feel like the biggest thing I learned from that was just how easily this could be taken away from you. You only get so much time as it is in the NFL. If you get something like that that's already taking a year off of a relatively short career, I really just feel a lot of urgency to get where I want to be. That's Great. Awesome. So fire in the belly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was, and, it's like, and he was one of those guys you never really worried about that. Like he came hmm. out motivated and remember that yeah. Chase Young, his first game as an NFL player. Yeah. Like everyone was like, oh my God, how is he going to handle? And they put Chase Young on the other side because he couldn't do yeah, shit yeah. against Rashad. I haven't heard yeah, Chase like, Young's name since then. I, I think like actually I heard like, that. Oh, Chase Young. He was demoralized. I, th- I think I heard recently that they weren't going to be picking up his fifth year option. It's Rashawn Slater. Yeah, Look what happened. They didn't Rashawn Slater. Yeah, Rashawn. <laughs> yes. It embarrassed him on his first game. What you going to put do? him in a two sucks. year timeout? He hasn't done anything since. <laughs> yeah. First game out. Can't do shit. That's what happens. Yeah. Oh, You're man. in timeout now. 
Um, and then Slater on having a healthy off season said, it's been great. A lot of time rehabbing training. It's been very smooth. I would say it's been hundred percent for a while now at this point. It's just, uh, the more reps that I get, the more confident I will feel, but it feels great. Come on. So yeah, he's it's crazy because he's still so young. It's like these off seasons for him are such developmental, like necessities. Like mm-hmm. he's getting strong, he's getting stronger every year, hundred percent. He's right. not peaked in his strength yet. He's only like well, how old is he? Twenty two, twenty three, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's like, yeah. he's yeah. not peaked in strength. So every healthy off season that he's had, even if yeah, we didn't get him in the playoffs, but he went into the off season fully healthy, being able to get stronger and faster, right, um, and better with all the technique. Like off season is just as important as during the season for these guys and their development. So that's that's huge. Right. Yeah, continuing. I think it was still working with Duke Mannyweather and yep, yep. Uh, still, you know, getting all of the skills as good as they could be and bringing a couple of other Chargers. Dude, straight down there Pip. last year, and now he's a Come on. guy. And, and he, he went Forrest. with him again, and then yeah. he took Sorrell. Yeah, yeah he went yeah. down with him too. So awesome, awesome quote there. And then on the potential of the offensive line this season said, I'm so excited to be back. I feel like we've all, uh, it's a young group, but now, uh, we had last year, especially with Zion and Jamari, uh, we're really coming into year two, and I feel like we're really hitting our stride. I feel like the camaraderie is very high. I just feel like the potential is insane with us. It's a really cool thing to be a part of. I like that. The camaraderie of the offensive line. That's what, and the potential cool. is insane. Yeah. I like hearing the camaraderie stuff because that's not the you're not you're not required to say that kind of stuff. You know, like sure. the potential is is high. Yeah, like that's a kind of cookie cutter answer. But like talking about how like adding in the fact that they're all actually getting along and no one's in a contract year, so there's no like drama or weirdness or holdouts or this is just these are the these are the dudes. Let's get after it together. So I think that's that's exciting. I I think this is the best offensive line we've had in a really really long time. Hundred percent. Fingers crossed. And then uh, Kellen Moore was also interviewed and uh, happened to talk about Rashawn Slater saying uh, he's done an awesome job. Obviously, we're not able to do as much of the physical component uh, from an O-line perspective, but his uh, commanding presence is pretty clear and evident. As soon as you walk out on the field with the first group, having a guy uh, that you feel comfortable with and can manage a certain side of the football it allows you to maybe draw attention to the other aspects of the protection game plan. You could put him on an island. He can do it all by himself is basically. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, which I, yeah. It, that's awesome. I heard it I heard it in his interview too. He talked about Kellen Moore, Rashawn Slater did, about how he's kind of simplified protection plans and simplified the running game so they can just be athletes. You know, it's like when you don't have the guys, when you're a small market team that's just kind of, trying to save money and scrunch together a team like you have to be more intricate so you can keep up Mm -hmm. we don't have that like we have studs make it easy and let them just go be studs like and get after people i don't have to think through 400 things i'm just better than you and so we're going to keep it simple i'm just going to beat you up and that's that's it feels like (laughs) that's a team that we have but it's not the coaching perspective that we had before Mm -hmm. you know like hearing hearing rashawn slater who's a northwestern guy like obviously really smart can pick up stuff and figure it out if he's saying yeah this is simplified and things are easier that's that's saying a lot totally yeah and, and also you heard you know <clears throat> kate uh, uh slayer 
um, Keenan Allen, sorry. Um, you heard him talking about, you know, you know, we got a couple guys that can go deep. I think we're going to go deep this year. <laughs> right. A guy you know, that can just, throw deep and a couple guys that can go deep. So I, I think, think we're, we're probably going to go deep. deep this year. Yeah. yeah. Just like, it seems like there's kind of a glowing excitement for Kellen Moore from, you know, our pro bowlers, mm-hmm. from our guys that have been with the team for a while, especially in, in Keenan. Um, so it, I, that's so exciting this what this offense can be mm-hmm. and hopefully it's some simple stuff because we always talked about that you know specific types of blocking especially run blocking right. why we might not have been that successful and why some games we were better zone blocking versus the other you know all the other stuff and hopefully it just gets simplified in each game we can just do what we want on the ground that's right. the goal in a, in a when a comment like that gets made that he's simplified the, the game plan does mm-hmm. that does that worry you from a from a defensive side as far as like oh well we know we we know their game plan because it's so simple is that well, ever like a concern or do you think that there's ways to to get around that yeah i mean if you simplify it to the point of you have five plays yeah that's an issue but of course that's yeah. not the case it's like <laughs> we've seen stuff all off season of people doing film breakdown the chargers one of the guys that the chargers did it and it was like he keeps it simple but that allows him behind the scenes to make the adjustments for mm. the players, it's simple, but not for the play calling. So gotcha. it's like you just you just simplify what they have to do, but you there's more on you to do. So it's like you don't just call a play and then when they get to the line, they have to figure it out. It's like gotcha. you have to call the right play, which puts more on the OC to do. But if like that's your job, you're paid to make the right call. So make the right call. Don't just say hey, you guys go up there, you better figure it out or else you're going to be screwed. And that, that's, <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's the way it was, but right. when you simplify stuff, it's just like, I'm going to make the right call, go execute it, beat the guy up in front of you, and we're going to have success. And so it just puts it puts the ball in the athlete's hand instead of the coach like trying to just defer everything to, we have to have the perfect play call for every situation. So I'm going to give you a call, but it could be five different things when you line up. Your blocking scheme could change 15 times and... So I don't, I don't know. It's I don't I'm not worried about that. It just makes it it puts a little more on Kellen's shoulders to call the right play. But there's nothing in his tenure in the NFL that says he can't do that. Right. 100%. Well, we want to give you the right play. And that's going over to our Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Charger Chat. Uh, we've got a lot of great content going up over there. Every week we put at least something up. Uh, that is sure to make you laugh. And if you don't want to go to patreon.com slash charger chat, that's totally fine. Go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bolt Fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, folks, it is time for the next segment. Now, this is... (laughs) Set this up. What do we do? So uh, (laughs) we'll we'll get into, I think, the origin story of this segment (laughs) in the segment, but uh, we've decided to dub the episode Three Dugs, One Dog. Now, we've got two Dugs and one dog right now. That means that there's yeah. a third Doug that needs to make an appearance. So yeah. let's... There's a uh, lot of Duggins out there. It could be Max. Max? It could be, could it be one Max? of my three sons, one of Kevin's three, four sons. Or, or, well, OG. Or, let's OG. let's see what's behind door number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's time for three Dugs, one dog. Woof, woof. So... Uh, we were thinking, how, how did this come to you, Kevin? It was just a, it's one a of those, you know, thought? just in a shower and you're, you're just really getting, getting ready for the day. And, uh, yeah, it just popped in the, the old Nagarino. Just okay. thinking about your dad. Yeah. It's like, hey, what's, what's my dad up to? Oh yeah. Three Duggins, one dog, three dogs, one dog. Three dogs, one dog. Three dogs, one dog. That's how my brain sounds. That's how my brain sounds. Dog. He must have, he must have a leak dog. in his shower. He must have a leak in his shower. Yeah, something yeah. needs to be fixed. Like, ah, oh, my yeah, dad yeah. needs to get over here and fix it. There's a leak somewhere, that's <laughs> no, for sure. No but uh, So we're trying to think, okay, what could three dogs, one dog be? And I think one of the best parts of this show is Let's both make Kevin and Kyle arguing with each other yeah but if they just argue with each other there's no there's nobody to come in and save the day and i think that steps in we all learn from someone that's what i mean yeah (laughs) our argumentative (laughs) skills come from one place and he's down there and he's now a part of the show yeah senior dna senior let's go so we decided to bring papa duggan in and uh and so let's just see what happens here we don't know what's gonna happen but We'll start it off with the first, what might seem more likely. So 
Defensive sacks. Last year, Joey Bosa had an understandably uh, low season in sacks, getting only two and a half in five games. Okay. But in his sophomore season, he got a season high 12.5. Okay. Mack was able to get eight sacks without Bosa's help. Mack's sophomore season was also his season high with 15 sacks. Assuming both Bosa and Mack stay healthy, who is more likely to beat their season high record? Is it Bosa? Mac or neither one. Hmm. But Bosa's career Destiny. high is 12 and a half. And 12 and a half. Max 15. Career high 15. Was, holy smokes. I, I mean, I have to go Bosa with 12 and a half. 15 sacks is pretty insane. Yeah. You start piling up sacks like that, they're gonna they're gonna make adjustments and come after you. You <laughs> say Bosa's gotta come get me. Hmm. You see, I've already lost it because I thought you asked a totally different question. So that's why I'm already screwed. <laughs> Come back I, in, I Dad. Said, I thought you said which would be better than last year. Well, yeah, no, who's, high. who's more likely to career beat their high. season high Yeah, yeah. record? Oh, gotcha. Okay, because I was going, I think if Boston doesn't get more than two, we should be cutting him loose anyway. It's <laughs> yeah. a lot of money for two sacks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which I don't mind their spending, by the way. But no, uh, it, 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 honestly, okay. it feels difficult for either guy to break a career high when they're on the field together. I because, hate, yeah, go ahead, Kev. Thank you. Um, that was a nice way of letting me. <laughs> no, no, you both of you shut up for just a <laughs> no, no, shut you shut up. <laughs> oh, it's Kevin's turn. It's Kevin's and turn. I will not go to my room. You cannot tell me what to do because I am in a different state. So, uh, but uh, you look at what happened that first game against the Raiders, who went off. It was Cleo Mack, mm -hmm. and they were both on yep. the field. They were both getting at him. I don't know if that is just a product of that Raiders offensive line, but Mack was incredibly productive and had like a strip sack at the end. I think um, he had two sacks that so, game, didn't he? Yeah, two, and then, yeah, the end. So I, I'm, I'm going to go Mack. I think Mack's going to um, yeah. have the, the bet. If they both stay sacks. healthy. Yeah, if they both stay healthy. I mean, granted, yeah, last season we were expecting to see – some explosive. Well, is he, does sides. he have to beat 15 sacks or yeah. does he just have well, to have who better? Who's more likely to beat their season? Oh, that's. Or is it yeah. neither? Do you think neither one are going to beat 16? Let's highs? go. We're going 17 sacks, Cleo Mack. <laughs> Kevin had a second to think about <laughs> it. And he's like, I'm not turning back on this. I'm no, doubling down. I'm not double down on this shit. <laughs> I have one question, though. Yes. To me, it comes down to one position, and that's, that's our D tackle up front. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he presses, then both guys are going to have a field day. It's going to be fun to watch that competition. If we have another one of our containment uh, D tackles, uh, neither one will get close. We got our ginger Viking dad. Everything is going to work out perfectly Scott fine. I'm praying, also, did you guys see his, his golf swing today? No. They showed it at the, they were had their like annual oh, golf tournament had, for the yeah. Chargers. Matt yeah. Luck can swing clubs a little bit. Athlete. He's an yeah. athlete. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, tell me this, guys. I think I saw Herbert swing golf clubs out and about, and then uh, his contract's not done. So all of a sudden now he's. Uh, he didn't show up for the golf tournament because uh, he just had surgery. He, he was there. He was there. He's he caddying. Yeah. One yeah. team player. Yeah. Just like he's going to sign the That's team right. friendly contract. Dad. That's right. Short little shot across the bow right there. With, <laughs> yeah. You don't be taking. Uh, don't be a, be don't careful, come on here in the first no, segment yeah, taking no shots at Justin Herbert. <laughs> what no are you thinking? Shot of Justin. I'm taking Kevin's a shot about to kick you out of this whole episode. Yeah. All right. Well, that's probably a pretty solid best argument you guys have had in a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Herbert, that's that's the next possibility. So while Herbert has had one season with over 5000 yards and his completion percentage has been steadily increasing each year, he has yet to have a season where he's thrown for over 40 touchdowns. Also, Herbert had zero rushing touchdowns last season, 
understandably so due to the injury, uh, while previous years he's had three and five respectively. Assuming the wide receiver core and the O-line stays healthy, what is more likely next season? Herbert throwing for 50-plus touchdowns or rushing for over five? <laughs> 50 touchdowns. <laughs> Wait, is it over five? Do we count his 50, like his rushing and, pa- and, and throwing? No, well, we're is, saying rushing because we're talking about like if he, I know, Keenan I know. Allen, I know. Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston, the fifty total, the fifty total passing. touchdowns, passing, Does that fifty passing, passing and his running. No, just fifty passing. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking some swings, so he's never gone over forty. But will he go over fifty? Is it more likely this, over fifty or over, over five? five. Oh, no, over forty, over fifty, or over over forty or over no, five? Right? Wrong. No, over no, he he's never thrown <laughs> for over forty. But he's gotten right. close. I think 38 he had in his sophomore year. So, so is he going to have 11 more touchdowns more or likely? more than five rushing touchdowns? Correct. Well, all right. I'm Considering that we didn't see him rush last year. At yeah, all. you go testing, first, Ed. You're testing my energy and excitement for the season. <laughs> and I'm going to cut it way back and go, Come he'll on. run for at least six touchdowns. Okay. okay. I like that. I like that. That I know for sure. That I don't know. No, I don't know what. With, with the offense, but. Uh, he's going to run for that. He's going to run for more than five touchdowns. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. You, I don't know that Dak ever had much rushing touchdowns under Kellen. Don't at, you uh, dare. Well, Dak Prescott. So, so you dare. You got to take that Dak into consideration. I'm yeah, not comparing, I'm comparing Kellen to time. Kellen. Sounds like Dak you're getting picked Dak. on by the three Dugs is wow. what it sounds like. I don't know if we'll be doing <laughs> Dogs <segment>. getting Dugs. <laughs> you be careful when you speak yeah. up in this segment. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to give you information to help your decision making. Hey, man. Dak forgets how much what play down it is sometimes. You don't, you can't. That's true. Be careful. That's true. Yeah. I, All right. I so think that I hope my hope is that he rushes for more than five, because if he does that, that's going to answer all of my prayers that we're actually letting him run the ball. It's just that guy is so athletic, getting him on the run. A lot of the times when he's rushing for touchdowns, it's because they're getting him out of the pocket. He's got the option to pass or run. So if, if we're doing that more often, I think the whole offense is going to be more efficient and hopefully we have a running game, you know, like that was the Kellen Moore desire to bring him in so that we could win games and just put people away with the running game. Cause Dallas had a great rushing attack. So if we're running the ball successfully, we don't need to throw for 50 touchdowns. So hopefully he's rolling out. we make it, we have a successful run game and he's runs for, five or six rushing touchdowns. The only thing I will say counter to that is when generally the few times we've seen Justin have good runs, he gets punched in the stomach right after he's done. <laughs> so with <laughs> that, that with time. that in mind, I'm going for over 50 touchdowns. He's going to be a slinging monster. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, Kevin. I think with the wide receiver core that we have 50 and if that offense 6,000 yards, time 50 touchdowns, to huck it down the field with his hey. pass, his pass hey, heavy hey, as Kevin Moore is. I love it. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But honestly, you can tell who lives in California and kind of knows what's happening and lives in Missouri. And you're influenced by that whole fantasy like, land. Missouri is just the fantasy White House land. crap. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh, hey, it feels nice out here. All right. I'm living, living high over here. Well, the, the vicious debate has not really gone the way I expected. So I'm hoping this third question really brings it yeah, on. All right. Home. Spice it up, Bulldog. Yeah. All right. So yeah, what is what is more likely? While both the Duggan brothers have dabbled in the game of football, one has continued to coach while the other has gone to a life of movie making. Mm. Okay. Since Kevin's schooling has been referred to as 
camp. Camp. Which yeah. brother would be more successful if they had to switch roles? Kevin as a football coach or Kyle as a director of photography? I could definitely coach some shit. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This is good. This so is, Dave, like Dad, you're Dad a has worse. to start this off. Yeah. Dad, Dad, Dad has to start hey, this Willie, off. Hey, Willie, you got to get your lips off Kevin's butt on this. <laughs> just, just imagine wow. Kevin. Wait, take him right now. Put me on the movie set. Put Kevin right. at a game. Head like head coach or coordinator calling plays. I, I per, personally, I'd probably be up in the he booth. Laughed better, at view, better view. No, he, he laughed at your scenario. He laughed at your scenario. He would tell me. He would tell. He would call a Jeff Ogden double reverse. Pass, right hey, that's still reverse. coaching. That's still coaching. It's not good coaching. He didn't say am I going to be a good coach, but I'll be a better coach than you would be a cinematographer. Oh no way, dude! You just hire the right people and you say get at it, guys. Same. I'll just get the right court. Coordinators, let's go. No, you have to be the coordinator. You're not. The I do. I wasn't. I just. I'm the coach. I hire the crew. Let's go. Set me up Adam, for success. Let, let's just put it this way. God has blessed me with two sons and two separate fields. Neither the two, the two shall not answer. Weak sauce, dude. How that dare you? He's so bad. He wants to say I would do better than you. No, he doesn't. You're just yeah, live next does. to him. You think he would, yeah. but he probably wouldn't. Oh man, I, would love I could just. I can't. <laughs> Because I'm like, Kyle going, Kyle going, hey, move that gym down, kick the lights out, slow, slow, slow. You can make shit up easy. We need a, we need a cover two on that backlight. Can I get a cover two on that backlight, yeah, yeah. Kyle? That doesn't exist. Oh, make it happen. Make, make it happen. Fake it till you make it. It's it works in every field. Oh, you don't have that? Then I can watch Kim. I can watch Kim. You're out of here. He throw a he throw a great. He pick a great play. The, the quarterback could throw the ball perfectly. The receiver would drop it, and his coaching tip would be, you got to catch that damn thing, son. That would yep. be Kev, yep. yeah. Personally, I'd commit more to the no, run. Two, tackle. four, one, three. Those are the holes I like, and those are the holes I know. That's what their running back's going to hit all game long. No passing. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know. All right, well. Power eye, baby. Power eye. Power eye. Get the fullback Power in there. Let's, let's make that something happen. That would be out there with flashlights and mirrors. <laughs> Kyle invents a new way of making films with flashlights. <laughs> I'd have smoke machines and flashlights. And God hey, you, you, you have to forget. You, he, worked, he worked very closely. That's with true. You, and your first I my, your early stuff. I was everything. Yeah. I was the food yeah. guy. I, I was Adam, everything. While Adam's running down the golf course, Kyle's getting stabbed in I'm the cheap. pool, man. It was perfect. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that hurt. Okay. Oh, that was a good okay. question. That, hey, that's that that's good. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Listen, I brought it on home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I well, like keeping it charges for a little Adam, bit. Adam, Adam, I want to thank you because I may laugh about this for days. It, it's just going to come to <laughs> just going to keep thinking about Kevin on the phone <laughs> and me on the movie And set. you on a set. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. All right, well, I don't think we got a definitive answer, but, and I don't know if we'll do it again, but hey, let us know I in think, the comments. I think I want to do this again. Let us know in the comments if we should do three dugs, one dog again. Uh, Papa Doug, and thank you for coming on Thanks, and Pops. giving us some good laughs. No, hey, I, I'm not going to have no sit-ups for like two weeks. I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> call, awesome. this, call this segment Core Strength. Get ready. Core, right. It is a core I am. I'm cored up. 
awesome. All right, guys, I'm going to go watch the Padres try to get a victory finally. Love you, Dad. No, love you guys. Adam, you're my favorite. Just thank you. There it is. There it is. Son of a cop out. Mission accomplished. That's what I'm talking about. Kay loved you. Bye. Kay loved you. Bye. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm still wiping the tears from my eyes. That was, uh, I don't know if it went 100% according to plan. Hey, but it was the first time out of the gates, and I had a lot of fun. <laughs> we were laughing, and, uh, and if I can make your dad laugh, then that's mission accomplished. You almost killed him. Well, You didn't just make him laugh. You almost killed our dad. Yeah, How do you feel about that? He had some real deep coughs there. Well, <laughs> when you're the favorite, that's what happens. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you, Papa Duggan, for coming on and uh, giving us some real good belly laughs myself especially um but it's time to go on to the next segment uh you know them you love them it's the craig experience oh uh, yeah oh yeah come on in man kick your feet up the oh craig experience. hello there make yourself at home got some stuff to talk about right moving on howdy do cc gang the biggest of salutes to the rest of the Bull fam. What is going on? She got Craig in Texas, and I'm back with another episode of the TCE. That's right, the Craig experience. And uh, we're gonna talk some off-season talk because what else is there to do? Let's roll. Yeah, I know. Early June, next to nothing going on. Free agency is pretty much at a dead stop. Well, unless you're Buffalo Bills and you're signing Leonard Floyd. And man, that sucks because that just seemed like an ideal fit for the Chargers. Guys got experience with the Chicago Bears and LA Rams. So he understands Brandon Staley's scheme, had success in both. But alas, wasn't meant to be. Uh, I would argue both teams are in win-now mode, but apparently the Bills made maybe the bigger push, so they got their guy. But would have been a really nice rotation to have Khalil, Joey, uh, Thule, Floyd, Rump. Would have been really nice, you know? But it wasn't meant to be, so gotta move on. But that actually leads me to uh, the central topic of my Craig experience today, and that is a one Mr. Uh, Brandon Staley, because I think in the midst of everything that's happened in the offseason with the Eric Kendrick signing, all the Drew Tranquil stuff, um, the draft and things that followed, Brandon kind of got lost, lost in the shuffle. And what I'm curious to find out about what you folks think is uh, what are your feelings on Mr. Staley right now? Uh, it's kind of up in the air with me. I still have some belief there because you hear the guy talk the game. You know, he understands it. Brilliant mind. Um, It hasn't always materialized on the football field, but let's put some stuff into context. And when I was thinking about this before recording, it's like, hey, let's take a walk down memory lane, albeit a bit painful. I looked at some of the numbers, 2021 and last year. So in 21, charges were 29th in points allowed, uh, 23rd in yards allowed, 17th in turnovers forced, 12th in passing yards allowed, and 30th in rushing yards allowed, and 28th in uh, yards per carry allowed so not great and different things attributed to this you had injuries which is a charges thing so 
you can only lean on that but so much because teams deal with injuries every year Chargers seem to get the worst kinds at the worst times and they have to deal with them for the longest periods of time but i digress then you move into 22 got 21st in points allowed 20th in yards allowed 12th in turnovers force 7th in passing yards allowed 28th in rushing yards allowed but 32nd in yards per carry allowed so you actually saw improvement in essentially every area except for the yards per carry allowed but some of those numbers are a little deceiving particularly the seventh and passing yards allowed when you're giving up a league worst yards per carry average teams are less inclined to toss the ball around the yard on you and this is a passing league so that's saying a lot but that's the truth um teams wanted to keep the charges honest They'd hit them with a few passes here and there. Sometimes they give up huge chunk plays because they were selling out for the run. But um, it wasn't that the passing defense was as great, even though they played some really good games. The one that sticks out in particular to me is the Miami Dolphins game. And sorry, Dolphins fans, it is what it is. Um, you can feel how you want about Tua, but that was terrible. And they have this tendency to kind of forget that that game exists. They start talking about Tua as if he's this grand savior. And I'm not going to get into all of that because I like Tua. It's just the fans that drive me nuts and you know whatever we'll see what happens next year even though they are pretty loaded now offensively even more so and on the defensive side of the ball but uh, we'll see how that goes that game made me look at the team a little differently because i saw a guy who went in and game planned he saw exactly what the strengths were and he did his best to eliminate it he made Tua pass the ball to areas of the field where he wasn't comfortable and um, he forced him to have to hold on to the ball a little bit longer than he wanted because, let's be honest, Mr. Tangavalo is not a guy that you want to sit back in the pocket on five or seven step drops and try to wing the ball down the field 40-plus yards. It's just not how it works. You want to get the ball into your playmaker's hands and let them do all the work. But if y'all call that a top-tier quarterback, then whatever. I'm not going to sit here and argue with fools from a distance. No one can tell who is who. So I don't do that. Anyway, enough about Dolphins fans. <laughs> Back to Brandon Staley. You know what I think this year is contingent upon? The Kellen Moore experience. Because I will tell you what, there's an offensive coordinator who now resides in uh, Denver, whose name I will never speak of again, who put the defense in some compromising positions. And yes, they did give up a ton of yards on the ground. But you want to know what made that worse? The Chargers spent a lot of time behind the sticks on early downs. First down calls. Just horrific last year. You all saw it. And we had an OC who was stuck in his ways, didn't make very many adjustments, and was just stubborn about playing the game and running the scheme that he knew well and wasn't going to deviate from it no matter what and because of that not only did it affect justin herbert led to some injuries some other things but again didn't help your defense all that much because when you're not moving the ball and you're having to punt giving teams additional possessions your defense isn't rested and they suffer the consequences for it and i don't care how good your defense is if they're on the field for that much during a game and teams are out there driving 10 12 plus play drives and then you get the ball back and it's three and out three and out four six play drives punt you're not doing much to help them so i 
this is where I'm leaning with this. I feel like Kellen uh, Moore is going to be Brandon Staley's saving grace this year. If the defense is just average, Kellen Moore and his offensive uh, play calling is going to help tremendously because the charges, as far as I'm concerned, are going to score more points. The more points you're putting on the board, the more of a catch-up or keep-up game the other team has to play. So they probably won't be as bad against the run because teams are probably going to have to pass the ball more often. Just makes perfect sense to me. Now, the defense is still going to have to step up. They're going to have to make plays here and there. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see that, um, you know, league's worst or near the bottom of the league against the run situation flip a little bit. And they fall more towards the middle of the pack, which is perfectly fine. Uh, at the end of the day, you just want to be able to pressure teams into doing things that they're not comfortable with. You want them to have to keep up with you and not be able to dictate. So, again, in the grand scheme of things, I honestly and truly feel like how this season goes and where Brandon Staley is come the end of it is really more so dependent on how well that Kellen Moore offense operates. And I think it's going to at a very high level. So you'll see some better defensive play just because of the talent there, but also because guys are going to be fresher. And um, I mean, they have some decent depth in certain areas, but some other spots that they need to improve upon it at. And I think they will before they uh, head into camp. But overall, if you want to kind of get an idea of what type of year Brandon Staley is going to have as a head coach in 2023, pay very close attention to the way that the offense plays. Look at those points per game scored. And uh, I think there's going to be a direct correlation there between his success on defense and uh, how well the offense does. Just a thought. But that's it for me. Hope you guys uh, were not too bored because, again, like I said before, ain't a ton to talk about. But uh, with that said, again, it's been your guy, Mr. T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 over on Twitter. And, of course, Mr. Uh, Bullganger, do not bang. You can catch me on the Lightning Round podcast as well. So uh, give your boy a shout and uh Come check me out over there as well. But until next time, y'all take it easy. I appreciate you. And uh, until the next one. Okay. Love you. Bye. Well, Craig, another fantastic insight into, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about this offseason, but I think uh, all great points, especially with uh, what the Chargers did, you know, accomplished last season and what we can expect to look forward to with this next season. Again, Kel Moore is just like, it's the, the wild main card. thing that we are all looking towards. It was our, that to. was our big offseason acquisition. We didn't have the Cleo Max and the the big name pickups this year. It was right. Kellen Moore was the big change. Right. Yeah. So whether or not that ends up being enough to to get us further or to cover some of the blemishes of what we had last year remains to be seen. As long as these guys can stay healthy, I mean, yeah, anything is possible. Well, and I think with Staley too, we've had a bit of a turnover this season. We've there, there's a lot of guys that are have been a staple of the Chargers right. for a while. Right. Drew Tranquil specifically and some other guys. But even the strength and conditioning. There's just, he's making wholesale changes. So yeah. I think he came in, he had a top, top, was he top defense at the, at the Rams when right. he was there. Yeah. And yeah. so he's capable of doing it. 
but you're only as good as your players and only as good as the players that are available. So right. if we can stay healthy, they clearly brought in some more guys that he wants to, you know, some war daddies that he wants to go to battle with. Sure. If we can keep that, the rushing against us, come on, get it down. Like get it to that mid range or a little lower. Right. I think if you do that, we're the offense is going to have the ball a lot more and we're going to be scoring more touchdowns and the defense is going to be fresh. Kind of like what, what uh, Craig said. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Recently, a Dan Orlovsky clip was going around. Um, like he was, he's kind of a Charger hater. It felt like he, all last um, year, but all of a sudden he comes out with this clip of him talking about how like everyone's sleeping on us this year. But last year we were Super Bowl favorites for some people. But you look at the injuries that we had last year. It's like your starting left tackle goes down. Your quarterback's dealing with a broken rib cartilage (laughs) you're dealing with your best pass rusher and joey bosa being out the majority of the season jc jackson your big free agent acquisition out the whole season it's like these guys are all coming back you could see them all as free agent acquisitions because we didn't have them at all last year wow great great point Love that. Yeah. So, yeah. and then the Staley, we're still Staley homers. We're, we haven't given up on Coach Staley as no. the guy for the Chargers. Uh, we still believe in him. Yeah. He's got this is, this is a big season for him. You're for sure. And he big. knows that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he cut you, you, you hire him as a first time head coach ever at any level. You know, there's going to be some growing pains. We've endured it. We felt it for sure. Um, now it's time to start returning, getting some return on that investment and enduring that, that, that heartbreak. And now here's the season where got you guys back. Everyone seems to be pretty healthy. Even JC Jackson may be back for the start of the year. Um, This is the year to do it. Well, and what I like about Staley too, is that he's gotten better each year. You look at some of these coaches that inherit a roster. That's awesome. That are new coaches. And after a couple years of being the managers of it, those teams fall apart. And I feel like each year we're getting better. Like we're, we're getting better. We we almost made the playoffs this first year. (coughs) Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah. So you scared you honestly scared me with that. You kind of made me jump, uh, and I totally forgot Good. what I was thinking about. You scared the thought thinking. out of my head. Um, I'm sure it was good. maybe I'll think I'm about sure it later. It's a great thought, it'll sure come it back fun. to you, yeah, in the middle of the I'm night. Sure it was awesome. You scared the shit out of me with that, and maybe my headphones are up a little too high. I'm like, right, oh, f- this haunted house, it's haunted up here. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> stop coughing all, all right, right i'm cool. sorry um <laughs> craig again thank you for another awesome craig experience and uh it's time now folks to go on to ask bolt fam let's see what uh questions y'all have brought to us this week <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is <laughs> Guys, go jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. All right, gang. Time to start off. Ask Bolt Fam with Swipe a Graphics. Nice. Who asked the question? What's up, gents? Uh, got a question about college. So I'm going to the University of Justin Herbert, <laughs> aka Oregon, and would love to know any advice. Can't love you. Bye. Well, if you listen, if you listen to our new Wait, segment, on. did you pick Oregon because of Justin Herbert? Because if you did, hope so. Goat move. Go Dude, total man. goat move. Love that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goat move. Um, Sorry, I, I interrupted say. you again. <laughs> yeah, I'm so like on edge. You're gonna jump out and scare me again. I'm like, what? 
Kyle's scary tonight. Um, I, but if you listened to our last segment, I went to camp, so I don't know much about the college experience. Uh, there were no fraternities or sororities at any of the no film Greek schools I went to. So no. I can't give, you, can't give you that. I will say, you know, careful your freshman year because you're going to get there. You're going to go off. Just right. be careful. Yeah. Have fun. Be careful. Don't lose, don't lose sight of the prize. Exactly. Yeah. When the bonds of, you know, parentals and you know, uh, <laughs> having to be home at a certain time, curfew, that's Curfews. the word. Yeah. Yeah. When, when all of that goes away and you've got older students buying beer and everything like that, it can be a good time. Just, just pace yourself. Okay. Just know pace yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got, you it's know, a long season. You got school the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but have a blast and, uh, Congrats. and send us some pictures. I I'd, yeah. would love to see if there's like some Justin Herbert Go ducks, you know, trickling still kind of hanging around the the halls or if there's Dude, a if you could trophy just or something wear your, if you have a chargers jersey oh, just, just wear, wear it that. to class first day of school yeah dude send us send us just videos of you doing that and we'll we'll dedicate a whole episode to you go find Please. a way to join the what's high school the justin sheldon, herbert fan that, club the sheldon fishing oh the club fishing team. club yeah. Yeah. yeah just sneak in <laughs> this 20 year old sneaking in for sneak some in. fishing yeah yeah i love it awesome well, have fun, Swipeographics, and thank you Saturday for asking man. the question. Uh, let's move it on now to convic- Convictions. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Is Justin Herbert elite at fishing? Uh, well, being that he was the presidente of said fishing club. does Is he not elite at anything that he does? Golf elite, probably fishing elite. Yeah. Straight you, saw that, you saw that. Yeah, you saw that thing Pre-med. where they, you know, they did like the quiz on the on the fishing channel. Oh yeah, he was ready to answer. And he was like pissed because they weren't asking him actual oh, questions. These are yeah. fake fish. Yeah, like this asshole. is flounder from fucking Little Mermaid. Get yeah. out of here is this with a this. Pokemon. Get this isn't elite questions. I'm here for elite questions. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm elite. elite. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to say yes. There, uh, his middle name might be elite. It might be. We'll have to get back to you on that one. But thank you. For asking the question, let's move it on now to James Ebo. Nice. Who oh. asked the question? Yeah. Are you guys more focused on offense or defense this season? I think the offense is going to be better no matter what. I'm focusing on the defense because the defense is the one that needs to improve the most, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we're just going to have a better offense in general. I think that's just a at least the play calling. We have the guys capable of being a really good offense. Uh, the defense is like, how are you going to, that's a harder, it's a harder thing. I can't put my finger on. So right. My focus is on the defense this year. For yeah. Sure. Cause you could say offense because you've got a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Your first round pick was a wide receiver and your star left tackle who was dinged up last year is now coming back. And yeah. also your deep threat guy, Jalen Guyton is coming back. So there's a lot of reasons to, and you've got Austin Eckler, who's now going to be focusing on incentives. Trying to earn so, that money. Yeah, exactly. So you've got all of that to focus on for the offense and the defense really is just about like, yes, you're getting guys back, but they just got to be better. We need them to be, be- a better I, unit. It's more important that our defense gets better. It feels like, but <clears throat> at the end of the day, when I show up to week one and we go watch them play the Dolphins. I'm more offense. excited about watching the offense. Sure. Because mm-hmm. uh, we already know what we're getting out of this defense. It's right. There's no reason to expect it to change drastically. Like they're going to run the same thing. They're going to force teams to run the ball with a light box. It's just his philosophy. So it's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm more excited to watch the offense, but 
as far as like what needs to get better, it feels like the defense needs to get better. Yeah, totally. Agreed. So there you go. James Ebo, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Rebolted2006, who asked the question. This is regarding last week when you guys went after Kevin's negativity talking about Austin's incentives. It's not about Kevin. You guys can point the finger at him. You can talk about the trip to Europe. And if you do that, it's unfair. <laughs> That's my future groomsman. <laughs> That's my future bachelor party planner. And if you do that, it's unfair. <laughs> it would be interesting to see if Eck holds the same view that he wants someone to step up and take snaps from him, you know, especially now that he has to prove to himself for another contract slash incentives. As stated, a similar season from the 2022 can earn him the full $1.75 million and had 311 touches last year to Kelly's 83 touches and Spiller's 21 touches. So if he has a similar season, something didn't pan out well for Kelly or Spiller. Is it, is it possible to be excited for a breakout season by Spiller or Kelly and still see Eck be dominant enough to get the full incentives? Could it potentially be a problem with Eck if one of those two becomes the hot hand? Big year for this room, considering only Spiller will be under contract next year. Everyone fighting for a job this year equals some temper flares potentially. You get what I'm putting down? So the next time you go after Kevin, I want you to remember something. Come after me. <laughs> Say something about my perspective. I'm the one, I'm one internship and diehard Hispanic woman away from being a man. Come and duct tape a snorkel to my mouth and you two be the other end of it. Just shitting positivity all down that snorkel until I lose consciousness. I'm 30. I can take it. LOL. Caleb, bye. <laughs> that is the grossest visual. Shit positivity just right down that. Thing. I mean, That's if you're shitting positivity, right then it wouldn't. It wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be shit. It'd, It'd be, be tasty. It'd be yummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like in the movie Trolls, they like they poop <laughs> cupcakes. <laughs> That's a positive shit. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I appreciate That's your support. <laughs> See, this is he. He was able to lay out what I was trying to convey. What you were trying to get at. Yeah. Yes. So what he he should be on this podcast, and I should be listening. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, mm. what do you think? I mean, as far as the points that he's making, as far as, you know, this is a big year for Eckler and he's going to be no, competing it's, it's against the, other running it, backs. It's the same. That is the point that Kevin made. It's right. just the negative take. It's like the, <laughs> it, it really is. It's like the Eckler's going to do good, but if he does good, that means that these guys aren't doing good. So then I'm mad that they're not doing but good. Why but if they're why doing can't good, Eckler's going to be mad that they're why, doing good. Why can't it be more positive and being like Spiller and Kelly are doing great? That's not the way that either of you posted. You <laughs> posted it as, no, you posed it as May if they I do rephrase. great. rephrase. You posted he even it said, they do like, great, Eckler's flaring. not yeah. going to get his incentives, and then he's right. going to be mad. That's right. the way it's posed. Right. So it's I not, think it's a good observation slash question, okay? I know it's not candy-coated. So then what's your answer for, to that, then? I, I th I'm concerned about it a little bit. Because <laughs> if good things happen for the other guys, right. not great things are happening for Eckler. And if we're well-rounded, that's a But thought. good things are happening for the Chargers. Yeah, as long as it's good for the team. Yeah, but like, you want, you, want these, you want all these guys to do well when right. they have touches. So 
don't know. We'll leave it to Kellen Moore. Let him figure Look, it out. I'm not thinking about X, it anymore. If X being a little baby about his incentives, you don't think that's going to get around to all the other GMs in the NFL? I will say that he has been training with Melvin Gordon, so he may yeah. be picking up some, some bad some habits. Some baby habits. Some, some bitchy habits. <laughs> Uh, it's contagious. <laughs> Cry baby habits. There's a title for the episode. Boy, I sure hope not. But uh, yeah, that is uh, Eckler's too strong to be become that. Yeah, I, I really I would like to think that you know because of the the continuously picking guys that are high character people, guys that you know don't let shit like that affect who they are and what they do. I'd like to think that this is just going to be an opportunity for everybody, a, a, you know, a rising tide, raising all boats situation, as opposed to, I love you. I'm not getting my money because I'm not getting enough touches situation. I can feel this in the room right now. I love your energy. You talked me down. I'm not even upset. And I'm, I'm not even Brandon Staley. Imagine Brandon Staley being the one saying that. Yeah. Then I think, yeah, I don't know. It, I don't, it's know, hard to I don't say. know if he could do it as well, honestly. Well he done. can do it pretty damn well. well that's pretty good at his job. <laughs> so, uh, Rebolt to 2006. We'll do our best not to talk hey, too badly about Kevin in the I future. Am, but, I'm uh, happy to no be your promises. future groomsman. No I am happy to be your future groomsman. When Kevin groomsman. gets negative, we just got to get him back in line. We just got to. Kevin says you know, something stupid. That wasn't I'm even that negative, you fucking goobers. We just got to sheepdog you back in. You're being <laughs> such goobers right now. It wasn't even that negative. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Wade Mix, who Wade. asked the question. I asked Chat GPT to rephrase my question like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. <laughs> All right, now let's get down to brass tacks here. We're talking about the Los Angeles Chargers and their $12.61 million cap space. Now I've got to ask you, what in the world should these Chargers be doing with that kind of money? Should they be scouting fresh talent, extending contracts for their tried-and-true stars, or perhaps keeping that cash in the back pocket for a rainy day? What's the game plan here? I want to hear your thoughts on this. All right, now. Much love, and I'm out. <laughs> That's what Stephen A. would sound like. Per chat GPT. That's, That's what uh, Stephen A. Smith would say. This is creative. I like this. This is very creative. It's, it's a new and unique way. It's 2023, baby. <laughs> I want to see what Arnold in chat GPT <laughs> right. would do. Um, all right. That's well, awesome. I, $12.6 in cap space. I think we're kind of in the middle as far as the rest of the, the league, as far as the amount of cap space we have. So... There's still money to be spent, and I yep. mean, there's still question mark positions that, at least us as fans, feel like could use a little bit more depth. So yeah, I, honestly, I like I said it before. I think as soon as Justin's contract gets worked out, and it should be worked out here pretty damn soon. Yeah, they'll know what to do. They're yeah. going to know what what they yeah. have and what they're what they're. Do you what think that's what's holding is. back the decision? making? I think a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think they're I not going to so. go after Unless Floyd nine million. Like that's just not going to happen for us, right? right? Unless right. you're signing a one year guy, you need to know what Justin's contract looks like because you mm -hmm. have to be able to to like flesh out what it's going to look like down the road. Sure. sure. Not there's not a whole lot of guys that want a one year deal. You know, like those are going to be that they're not going to be getting top end money. So. Any guy that you're looking to bring in on a couple of year deal, you need to know what Justin Herbert's contract looks like. So it, it sounds like based on today's conversation, um, there was a little tweet that popped up that said Tommy T was saying that, or no, maybe it was Staley. It's like the negotiations are still ongoing. Like we're trying to figure right. it out right now. Right. Um, so um, 
I, I do think that that's kind of for us is that one little block in the way. Yeah. So, it, I mean, yeah, it would behoove the team to get a deal done sooner rather than later so that, yes, we can fill those necessary holes with what we then know what amount of money we have left over. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see when that happens. So, Wade Mix, thank you for asking the question. Great question. Let's move it on now to Athir Kadir. Athir. Who asked the question. OMG, Dog, my baby! <laughs> so sad to not get my name called, but question time, baby! Most exciting training camp battles, Murray versus Hanley or QJ versus Palmer. Mine, wide receiver three, baby. Let's ride Herbert, MVP, bold Super Bowl 57 champs. FTR, love you, my boys. Answer, please, baby. Thier. Yeah, Athir, I apologize. I do remember seeing your name last week, and I don't know how it didn't make the list. I, I take full responsibility for that and God help me and it'll never happen again. Let's not ever do that again. <sighs> okay. So most exciting training camp battles. There's Go. a lot. I mean, even the kick, <laughs> the kicker battle is going to be pretty intense. Yeah. I you saw know, like, a, a thing about that now that what we all thought was like a slam dunk Dicker, the kicker is the winner. All of a sudden, Hopkins I, is like, hang, he ain't done yet. I did see it. I'm just saying, I'm going off social media because I'm very influenced by things on social media. Dicker the kicker no. was in a photo with Justin at the golf tournament. I feels like the starting kicker. Okay? <laughs> Him and his little, his awesome Arnold teeth and all. I love it. So I'm not worried about that. Well, that wasn't the question from Athir. He's talking about Murray versus uh, Dayon Henley or Quentin Johnston versus Palmer. I don't, I think Quentin Johnston is the guy i, I don't yeah i, I can't imagine why you would spend a first round pick how, on a guy that's not gonna be i don't know how much of a battle that is i yeah. think that's pretty much what they brought him in to do yeah. um because you're not gonna do like you said a first round guy and he's fourth yeah no i don't know i don't think so yeah he's more like a 2b i don't think so more Tim. like a 2b than a than a third but yeah um i'm interested in the linebackers i think that's cool hanley you, you look at those top picks you know, Thule's not going to be pushing anybody for a job. He's clearly a backup this year. He's a young guy. Right. Um, I think Henley is the the one that you look at. I think I think that'll be interesting with K9 because K9 has not been he's not done all that well for us. He has moments, he has right. flashes, but overall he hasn't been the most consistent. So if, if we can improve there, that'll be huge. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot. I think the tight end position to me is is exciting. It's not a lot of big name guys, but somebody's got to put like set themselves apart and it, maybe that happens here in training camp in the preseason par parham didn't parham didn't really play that much Thank last you. season so like getting him in there with consistent snaps seeing what he's able to do um gerald everett again like kind of a name under the radar we haven't even really heard, talked about or heard much about had a good season last year but again also kind of a receiver type of body um right. do these young other guys start to develop and turn into real tight ends in the nfl um, I don't know. I don't think that the linebacker thing is a battle. I think Kenneth Murray is going to be your linebacker one day one. Um, Di it, that's a big jump from the guys played like four different positions in college. You expect him to come in and be an NFL linebacker out the out the shoot. I mean, we saw Kenneth Murray was a good, great college linebacker and has struggled. So um, I don't First think there's much of well. a battle there at, at, at the linebacker position. Uh, I think that I think the Palmer and Quentin Johnson thing is is a. Uh, 3A, 3B type of thing. Right. I think it's based on matchups and situations. Who's going to be in there? 
I, I think the wide receiver position is just so fluid. If you want to say who gets more snaps, maybe you could say who the wide receiver three is, but I don't think it really matters who's on the field the first snap of the game. So I'm not, I don't really care about the wide receiver three battle because you could start out without a wide receiver. You could start out with two running backs, a tight end and two wide receivers. Like it, I just don't think that matters all that much. Um, but the, the running back position to me, Isaiah Spiller, um, coming off being a, he's still a little kid. Like he's 20, 21. 21. So it's like, I, I think he looks that like backup, a little baby with does. those cheeks. We, <laughs> yeah, saw does. we saw, we saw him say a bad word too. And I was like, you should be saying that mm, you're yes. too cute. Potty don't mouth. say that. Yeah. Potty <laughs> potty mouth. Yeah, so <laughs> he, I think that 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 running back two position to me is exciting, along with the uh, backup quarterback spot. I don't obviously Max Duggan. You draft him. Um, Easton Sick is only one year deal. I think that'll be fun to see them battle it out because they touch preseason. the ball every play. You know, like preseason, they get the ball every single play. These other positions that you're looking at battles, they don't. You know, like wide receiver three, they. Those guys probably don't even that many snaps in preseason. The running backs maybe a little bit here and there, but that quarterback touches the ball every single play. So um, I think it'll be fun to watch too. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. You basically right. named every position. I was going to say, we named every position except the ones that the fear asked about. both of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't so, think that the linebacker or the wide receiver three battle, I don't care about those. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Athir. Sorry, Athir. But hey, great question, Athir. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you for asking it. Let's move it on now to Bolted True in Powder Blue. Certified Fresh. That's a great name. Blue. Who asked the question? Hey, Bolt Brothers, it's official. I'm going to my first ever Chargers home game. It's I've been a fan for over 20 years. I'll be there to see the boat squash the Raiders. My question for you is what are some cool sights and sounds to catch around the stadium? And how early should I arrive for that Southern Cali Thunder Alley? <laughs> Thanks, Charger Chat. Go Bolt City diehards. My wife's a Raiders fan. And I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut at the way games. Ha 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 ha. FTR. Whoa. Dude, how ca- I can't even imagine I, a significant other being no. a Raider fan. You're a better man than I. I don't think I could. Yeah, boy. Dude, there must be some Instant other redeeming qualities. That's a dating deal breaker for sure. <laughs> 100%. I don't even, da- I would never go on a first date. It's done. Game <laughs> over. <laughs> so you're better. You're a better man than us for sure. Um, and congrats on going to your first home game. I'm yeah, so man, happy for you, man. Dude, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah. It's it's such an experience, dude, especially SoFi. It's like, it, it, you see it on TV, it looks cool. But you walk in there, it's, it's a spaceship, man. Yeah. Like, it's so freaking In the cool. middle of nowhere that it yeah. shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it shouldn't be there. It literally, like a spaceship just came and landed, landed. right in the middle of right. Inglewood. They, they had no idea where they were it? landing. No. Yeah. Called it good. So I, I definitely, I would get there early. Um, get there as yeah. soon as you can. As soon as parking lot's open. If you're this is your first time going in 20 years and it doesn't sound like it's a every year thing, get, get there as soon as it opens because it's, that's that's one of the funner parts. Obviously, watching the football is fun, but being in Thunder Alley with other Charger fans, that's, you don't get that. You walk in the stadium, you don't know who you're sitting next to. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's the fun, like camaraderie part of the, part of the day. And then yeah. definitely like the go to the big team store. I would check it out before the game because yeah. the the end of the game it gets a little crazy. Yeah. Um. But I I would definitely Thunder Alley and there's it's the Raider game so there's gonna be a lot of people there. It's gonna be pretty crazy. Um. So yeah, I'd, those are the two big ones. Yeah, Thunder Alley. It's in the pink parking lot. By the way, if you don't know that, go to the pink parking lot. That's where Thunder Alley is. And truly, you could spend 
hours in Thunder Alley and still yeah. not visit every single booth intent that's there yeah. like and and don't be shy like just go up and start talking to people yeah. there's a lot of people that just kind of walk through and they're intimidated but everyone in thunder alley is so cool and yeah. god bless them even to opposing team even, fans i don't like, know how the raiders games go but i know other teams are pretty we've, cool. we've been kidding. there for raiders i'm games. just kidding <laughs> yeah. i'm just kidding so it's like a lot of side eyes from me i was pretty on on yeah so you can bring your wife they'll razz her but yeah, yeah. it will uh it'll still be a good time yeah, yeah. no they're not gonna no shanking or battery throwing will will occur at Thunder Rally. Yeah. So, and, and most importantly, just have a blast. Yeah. The, there's yeah. You scope everything out. They, I can't remember. They got like food trucks there, or uh, uh, they got hot dog stands, which are that's oh, the hot dog stands on the after way the game. out. Yes. On the way out, yeah. the hot dog stands definitely grab one of those because yes. those are yeah. num num. Yes. So. <laughs> So good. Have, have a have a great time, Bolted True and Powder Blue, and thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daryl Sandlin21, who asked the question. Oh, hey guys, what a week! Was such an awesome experience having met Kevin and being able to join Fan Focus. I've been able to turn more Bolts friends onto your show. Although I was as nervous as a tick stuck in shit, <laughs> Kevin was so easy to chat with and made me feel comfortable and welcomed, even though I wish I had kept my dumbass on down during the interview. Hoo-ha! <laughs> Anyhow, thank you again, Bulldog, Kevin, and Kyle, for all of your hard work and for allowing us to be invited to the party. Because that's what the show is, a party for all to enjoy. Now, my question this week is for Kyle, the coach. What offensive formations are you looking forward to the most this season compared to the last two? I'm calling for it right now. First play, the Miami opener. Herbert fires deep right off the bat. Remember, Mike can go deep. Q can go deep. <laughs> We're probably going deep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay, love you, bye. You're the man, Daryl. You're the <laughs> okay. man. Yes. It was so awesome meeting you, man. It, that's what it's all about, dude. That's why we started it this. It is a party. This, this podcast is, do, is just man. a party. We want to meet Charger a fans. A weekly hang party. Out. Just we started this when we were getting laughed at for having no fans and being silly little goofballs at a soccer stadium. Right. And we started it because we're like, well, screw this. Like, What can we do to help bring, this, bring the fandom together? Right. So that's awesome to hear, dude. That's what it's all about, brother. Thank you. Big time. All right, so Kyle, the question's for you. What offensive formations are you looking forward to the most this season? Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if we're going to run it. I really don't. This is just a selfish, like, personal desire would like to see. Um, I think we put ourselves at a disadvantage when we bring the tight end into the formation. Mm. So when you have an attached tight end, meaning they're, like, uh, right next to the tackle, hand in the ground, I don't think we have any tight end that gives us an advantage in that mm. in that situation no one's a good enough blocker that when you bring in a body whatever they bring in to match that it's going to be better than what we have i would love to see some 10 personnel i, I don't or 20 personnel even i don't know if it'll happen i don't know what <laughs> kellen moore's stance is on any of that he didn't run it in dallas because they had a great tight end they ran a lot of 11 and 12 sets mm -hmm. uh, because they had good tight ends but you could call him a tight end. I guess it could be a quote unquote 11 personnel, meaning 
one running back, one tight end, but just detach him. Like, just don't have him online. Put him in the slot. You put Gerald Everett in the like. Just go with me. I'm yeah. here. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> on the train, baby. Let's you have go. Quentin Johnston on one edge, Mike Williams on the other edge. So those are your X and Z. Okay. And then you have your Y tight end would be Gerald Everett, and on the other side in the slot you have Keenan Allen. Right? Like those are your four wide receivers. What that uh-huh. does is it, it just opens up the box where our five really good offensive linemen can go against their six man box. Uh-huh. If they keep six against, if they keep six against that, they're deep shit anyways. If they go to a five man box, you have our really good five offensive linemen against their four defensive linemen, three defensive linemen, two linebackers. I, just the matchups to me make a lot more sense in that scenario. We don't have a dominant tight end. We don't have a guy that can block and run for and catch the ball so don't ball don't waste your time so just keep the box light <laughs> allow us to throw the ball and let Eck run the ball like with a lighter box with less people in there he can get four or five yards quick and easy so if i could just i just want to see it i don't i don't know if it'll work i can't guarantee it'll work but if i could see some 10 personnel meaning no tight ends attached oh i think it. i i, I it's a little bit high school football but I think it would work with the personnel that we have. It's my so favorite crazy. Number. It just might work. Yeah. yeah. 10 is my favorite number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give 10 personnel for Justin. Come on. 10 for 10. All right. Well, Kevin, if you were the coach, what uh, play would you I don't know. I'm so <laughs> fired up right now with you? this 10 personnel. I don't even know. I can't even think, think of anything. Think about those four studs out there. Like, what do you do? Or you go three by one. You could still leave Mike alone. On the other side, you have you have uh, Keenan, Gerald Everett, and Quentin Johnson all together on one mm-hmm. side. And Quentin. And then Mike's all by himself. I don't know. It's just be more creative. Have a little fun. Hear me take out. Chances. Thirty personnel. Horvath, Spiller, and Eckler. Same backfield. Let's get some shit done. Triangle. High school <laughs> football. <Love Let's> go. <laughs> there we go. It sounds Triple like option. Triple option. Yeah. Veer. Just, I want yeah. to see the Veer <laughs> option. Right Let's T- go. Veer. Toss it in there. Let's go. I was just trying to give Kevin an opportunity to be the 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 football coach. You just got coach. my personnel. Let's go. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Kind of. RB High ran wing right. T when Kev was there, so that's all he wants. Absolutely. Going <laughs> back to T. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, there you go, Daryl Sandlin. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now uh, to Serpatron One, Certified Fresh, who asked the question. Titans fan here. Round two at Nashville. Is anyone else going? Boo. No. <laughs> I just no. kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. Uh, um, but no, we're not. No, going. not going to <laughs> That would be, I feel like that's like a sleeper fun place to go to, though. Like Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. City. Yeah. I, you know, I worked in there not that long ago. It is a really, really fun downtown cool city. Doesn't feel like as hostile of an environment. Thing as we don't play each other all the time. Yeah. That could be a fun away game. Yeah. I, That's I would, always a fun game between the, us and the Titans, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to go just to see Dan Vrabel spread his legs again with his pants as tight <laughs> as they possibly could and just pray to God that like one seam busts and he and he drops a couple balls. But um, <laughs> Serpatron one, thank you for asking the question. Have Let's, fun, dude. Have yeah, fun. Yeah, it. have a blast. Let's move it on to Mr. Peck R. Who asked the question? 
After watching so much film this weekend, I got really, really excited about Derwin James working with our premier edge rushers. Could you imagine Derwin off the edge with strip sack return for a TD or even better, several times? That's just like an ice cream cone's chocolate syrup sauce dripping onto my fingers on a hot day. And you know what that means? Extra licks for kicks and ooh, so delicious. <laughs> what is your bold prediction of how many sacks, fumbles, and picks Derwin James will create this year and how many will be returned for TDs? Family, trust, respect. Bolt the f*** up. K, love your boy. I love the energy, Mr. Pekar. Woo. Extra licks for kicks. I'm going with some ice cream. Right now. I want ice cream. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm, hung- I'm hungry. Um, all right. So bold predictions for how many sacks, fumbles, and picks Derwin James will create this year, and how many will be returned for TDs. I got four, five, six. Okay, in that order. In that order. Four so, sacks, five, five fumbles, fumbles five, six. six picks. Yeah. Wow. And two of those go back for touchdowns. Four, five, six, two. Four, five, six, two. That's okay. a big year. That's Pro Bowl year. That's one of the best years the safety can have. I can ask for. Yeah. 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 So I, I want him to just excel. I don't I don't want to see him back in the very deep bed of the backfield, not in the plays at all. I love that he's working pass rushing moves mm-hmm. with Joey. I know and that Quil. was so that cool. was not a cool video saying like getting him tips from like yeah, holy like shit. talking to each other, being like, No, you gotta do it like this. And they're like, okay. And okay. then he goes yeah. and does it. And he does it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just want him to succeed. He's just such a stud. And yeah, yeah, he's gonna have a great year this year. Any differing opinion there, Kyle? Four, five, no, six, I, or two. Four, five, six sounds cool. It's catchy. It's easy to remember. <laughs> I like it. I think it's it's all gonna be dependent on who those other safeties are. If we have the right. safety group that we have now, those numbers are not gonna be four, five, six. It's just right. not gonna happen because you're gonna avoid Derwin. He's not gonna come down in the box. You you only have that flexibility when you have two studs that you can put up top. And allow him to come down in the box, mm. um, like we saw last year. That wasn't a that wasn't an option with injuries and stuff going on. So right, he was forced to stay up ten to twelve yards off the ball right. and be a high safety. So um, if we can stay healthy, I think those numbers could be fun. But right, um, we got to go pick someone up in free agency. I think that's inevitable that we're going to go get a safety here pretty quick. Johnson. Right, Johnson. Yeah, because we saw that week one. We saw it live in person week one. Yeah. And the excitement of like, oh my God, this is just week one. Who knows how many times it could happen the rest of the season. You got to suck. And then, you know, the injuries happen and the rest is history. So yeah, if we can stay healthy, I would love to see Derwin just kind of find a way to sneak in there without anybody else noticing and then surprise and take him down. So come on. Um, I just want a stud safety. I want Johnson. I really do. I want Johnson. We wanted him. We wanted him so bad two years ago. We did. It would be some sweet redemption to get him back this year on a one. Because last year he had kind of a down year with Cleveland. They cut him. Right. It'd be nice to get him on a one-year short deal, let him prove himself, come out with some fire in his belly because he's got to earn another contract. Him and Derwin back there, just bad baby. (laughs) Bad baby, bad baby. Oh, Miami Dolphins. Oh, we got wide receivers. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, we still got our safety that shut your wide receiver down last Dude, season. So. Here's the deal. Zont might be your slot guy. If you have JC and Mike Davis on the edges, you could put Zont in that slot. He can be that small body, quick twitch, run with anybody in the slot. And then you could put those two guys over the top. I mean, it, yeah, please just get one more stud. <laughs> one safety, I think, completes this defense. 
I support it 100%. Uh, Mr. Peckar, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cable, who asked the question. What's an early realistic record you have for this team? Who wants to say it? 17, (laughs) Come on, baby. Yeah, we're not about uh, realistic records here. What's not realistic about 17 and 0 right now? You look at the schedule, who's going to be It's happened once before. There's precedent. Yeah. Been done. It's realistic that that could happen. Regular season, it's happened twice. (laughs) Dolphins did it. Pats did it. We can do it. We can do it. (laughs) Why not us? This is our time. Down here. Our time down (laughs) here. (laughs) I still don't understand looking at a schedule and saying, yeah, that's a loss. Yeah. Like, that's just, I, with the guys that we have on our team, I just, I can't predict a loss. Could we lose? Yeah, but like, yeah, you can say, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I want to hear what you have to say. I was going to say, you could look at a game and go like, yeah, that's going to be tough. We could lose that game. Right. But am I going to predict that I'm going, that we're going to lose that game? No. No. Just predicting that a game is going to be a loss just because it's borderline impossible for a team to go 17 to no doesn't mean that I'm not going to predict 17 to no. Like right now I'm seeing a fully healthy squad. We could beat every single team in the NFL. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. I got a fun out. It's a fun thing. Yeah. 17 and 0 ceiling 14 and three floor. <laughs> Kevin. Hey, <laughs> I didn't say I said 17, no ceiling. Okay. So now let's go back to my scenario. Pick the three teams. Who are we losing to? Uh, one of the Chiefs. Uh, why? Nah, I don't like it. 17 and 0. I don't like that. I don't like, to, <laughs> exactly. I don't like talking don't like the sh- way that tastes. I don't like this dirty, <laughs> dirty shit talk I'm giving you guys. I don't like it at all. Picking a loss for the charges just feels like talking shit against our own team. We're a hundred days away. Why would I why would I say we're gonna lose to any of these teams? Right. Yeah, it's like I don't go say it's week 14 and we're playing whoever. I'm not like, oh, we're gonna lose this game. Yeah, we're you know, screwed. so like why would I do that now? I I think we're going to win every game. And I get yeah. heartbroken and disappointed when we lose. So clearly, I think we're going to win every game. Yeah. Hey, I just want to remind everyone, we're not journalists. We no. didn't go to school for this. We're no. just fans who are ridiculous right. sometimes. And I, that's how I like it. Right. It's not about being right. No. It's about being shamelessly positive. Yeah. But well, guess what? One of these years, it we're could gonna be right. it's going to yeah. happen again. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> And then we'll and come then, back to this moment. And then and be like, dummy told you <laughs> who's <laughs> right now. Not us, baby. Yeah. You guys guessed 17 and 0 for the last 45 years, but we're right next it time. It was bound to happen. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to be alive to see it. <laughs> All right. Cable, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Hurt JD. Hold on. I need a moment. Hurt JD is not certified fresh. I don't recognize the name. I went back into our file. Okay. Last time Hurt JD asked a question, episode. episode 76. Oh, wow. In 2021. Welcome back, Hurt JD. 200 almost 200 ago. episodes ago. Wow. Welcome back. Nothing's changed. We're still ridiculous. Thanks for coming back. Holy, Holy cow. Holy smokes. Yeah. Got to shout him out. All right. Well, he's got a question and it goes like this. What would it take for the Chargers to win the division for the first time in over a decade? This stupid, easy answer is health, health, health. Health. We get lucky. We don't run into any of these catastrophic injuries. Right. Who knows what could happen? This Wait, could be that 17 0 team. This thought just popped into my head. Yeah. Imagine if Patrick Mahomes got the rib injury that Justin just endured for a season. Yeah. 
You can't limp around. Imagine with that, that pre Madonna. He'd be out six to eight weeks. No, yeah, easy. He'd be IL for sure. He'd be done, donezo. Later, Pat. That's <laughs> that's what would happen. Crickety. That's all it takes. Pippity Pat one on the ribs. Pippity Pat. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying like health is such a big deal. It is. You have Patrick Mahomes get that kind of rib injury. Right. They're not having the season they had last year. Right. Or have a star left tackle go down or have one of his star edge defenders go down or, you know, there's cornerback, his deep wide receiver threat go down or any of his wide receivers. We went into the kicker, which was rad, but that happened too. At one point, we had three of our top wide receivers down. Yeah. Our kicker got hurt. That's right. Our kicker got hurt. Hopkins, he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He went off. He got carried off the field. Right. He practically threw his leg to win the game. Only reason. The only reason we met Dicker the kicker is because Hopkins was throwing his leg right. like a mannequin right. at the football at the Denver game. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, Just I think health. Yeah, it, it's a cop out answer, but I think it's the right answer. I mean, you could talk about strategy or coaching and stuff like that, but if you don't have a team that's as the team that you expected to be playing, you know, after week one throughout the entire season. I mean, yeah, you got to make adjustments. And we thought last year that they were making some adjustments and doing the best they can with what they got. And guess what? It got us into the playoffs. We got the playoffs. And we, we had a gigantic lead at halftime. Yeah. So. And I think the root is that. The root is health. I think number two, it's defense. If mm-hmm. the defense is better, we know this offense is going to be good enough to put up 20, even the offense is 25 points a game. If our defense is better and we're putting up what Justin does with broken cartilage in his rib yeah. without wide receivers, we're going to be freaking awesome. Yeah. It's exciting to think about there, Hurt JD, but thank Welcome you. Welcome. season's back. Too far away. Yeah. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. I really enjoy listening to your show every week. What is your bold prediction for this team this season? Sports Illustrated thinks that neither Keenan or Mike will lead the team in receiving and that Herbert will have a career year in terms of fewest interception. Bold prediction time. We're, I haven't done this in a minute. Mid-off-season bold prediction. Huh. <laughs> so that I think that's interesting. With Sports Illustrated, I think neither Keenan or Mike will lead the team in receiving. So who would then? And you're, that could be a bold prediction in its own. Like, if it's not one of those two, who's your guy leading the team in receiving yards? Well, it can't be anybody but Quentin Johnson, rookie. right? I got rookie or Jalen Hurt. I mean, not Jalen Hurt. Guyton. Jalen Guyton. Yeah. Well, Guyton's never had more than like 600 yards in a season, so I don't see. Him I know Quentin Johnson's had zero. I know could Quentin it, Johnson is Eckler? immediately ahead of him in the uh, depth. It's just absolutely ahead. Josh of Josh Palmer. Nah, I, I, I think it's Quentin. I'm waiting for Josh Palmer to have a breakout season. I I would be shocked if he led. I mean, the only way that it's not Quentin Johnston leading the team in receiving is means that Keenan or Mike had to get hurt well, again. If he's leading the team in receiving yards, he there's a good chance we got an offensive rookie of, of the year on our hands. That's true. So oh, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Wouldn't that be a fun bold prediction? Offensive rookie of the year. Ooh. Quentin Johnston. Ooh. I kind of I kind of get behind that. Ooh. I you want I'm to hear not, my bold prediction. I have yes. another year, one, but you do yours. Justin no. Herbert, MVP of the league. <sighs> the crowd goes I like wild. I like it. <sighs> All right, MVP, <laughs> offensive rookie of the year, and then uh, coach of the year. Coach of the year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Staley gets coach Keep of the going. year. Uh, uh, Bosa and Mack combined for twenty-five sacks. What's the man of the year award? The Walter Payton. Walter, Walter, Walter Payton. Walter Payton Cleo goes Mack. to Khalil Mack. Um, Keenan Allen comeback player of the year. 
most fantasy most yep. fantasy points by a running back uh austin eckler yeah um what else eckler makes a pro bowl Eckler finally makes the Pro Bowl. <laughs> take, all these Super Bowl. To, take all these to the bank. If these all land, we're, we're go buy a lottery ticket. Dude, we're going to parlay the bank. all of those into one bet. <laughs> if that happens, dude, I would definitely put ten bucks on that. That could be like a million dollars. Yeah, who's uh, yeah. taking that bet, Vegas? <laughs> Let us know. All right. What well, a there's a few question. there, Zach. Brings uh, us to our sponsor, Finn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zachary Shelton, yeah. thank you for asking the question, bud. Let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account. DTBA. Who asked the question? I need a top 10 defense this year from Coach Staley. Love how he is making the team do gases as a unit. I see a motivational, a motivated Staley this year. We know he can be our players' best friend. Now, I need a Staley ready to kick some ass. <laughs> I'd like him to rely on our secondary more. W- with a healthy JC, Avato, and ASJ, I expect more man coverage. The thing I, I can't stand about Staley is his uh, commitment to light boxes and continually giving up the short passes and five-yard runs. How many 10-minute 80-yard drives did we see last year? That shit killed me. I'd like uh, Staley to figure out how to control the game more uh, by establishing the run on both sides of the ball and truly be a line of scrimmage team like he talks about. Because if we do that, I feel like we will win the Super Bowl with more as our OC and healthy Super Bowl roster. The time is now salary cap wise. We need to get this done. Plus, uh, Kellen Moore could easily leave next year for a head coaching job. Uh, My question is, do you think? We will be a top 10 defense. And what ranked passing and rushing do you predict? Okay, almost done. One other thing. Also, I'd like Tom T to work the phone mid-season. And I'm out. Tom T's a burner. Yeah. I love you guys. Peace out. Fuckers. I like it. He's got a plan, man. Yeah, TTBA has a. He's some, got a lot got to a lot. talk about to yes. get off his chest. Um, all right, well, top ten defense. I mean, going from, I mean, like Craig pointed out, like there's some bottom of the barrel like stats that were on that defensive side of the ball. Is it possible for to get up to be a top ten defense with you know the acquisitions we made, the players that we've let go this off season, like? I don't see why not, man. Yeah, I don't. You Do you think gotta, we just barely get into that top ten, or are we like I think top it's, five? I think it's safe to say that you're you're top ten. If you're a top ten defense and we have the offense, the what we think we have, it's going to be not a problem, right? But it, it's hard to say. I want I want to see these guys all together. 
playing. Because even when we played the Raiders a little bit, to be honest, like that first game, they, they were still kind of moving the ball on us. Right. And we're still trying to figure out this defense and and all that. So all these guys understanding the scheme, I don't know if Staley changes up some stuff or what he's going to do, but we got to figure that out. Right. What do you think, Kev? I don't know, man. Ask me two years ago when Staley got here, I think slam dunk no matter what, right? He was right. the number one ranked defense with the Rams. And watching the tape, it was like, holy crap, they just shut people down. They don't let people score. Yeah. Right. And it just doesn't feel like it's clicked like that yet for the Chargers. When he did that in one year with the Rams, it wasn't as if his system was so complicated that they couldn't pick it up, which yeah. is the out that we're giving them, it feels like, every year. Um, so I don't see why not. I just, I want to see it. If you If you put a gun in my head and said, will they be a top 10 defense? My answer would be no. Because they haven't done it. It hasn't even been really that close in the two right. years that we've watched. Um, but with when I when you look at paper with the, the players that we have, with the coach and his track record of being on great defenses, being in the fix, Vic Fangio tree, yeah, it looks like it should be a top 10 defense for sure. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. That's what we want. It's, it's always what we the need. hope. And you just got to have hope and faith sometimes. So... Tom Telesco's burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Connor Credenza Brumfelt. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? <laughs> I'm going to make you a question you can't refuse, see? Besides our top three wide receivers, Eckler and Everett, who of the remaining offense would you say is more likely to end up with five or more touchdowns this season? Hey, oh, FDR over here. Hey, capiche? I'll Good go first. Question. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kyle, I'll go first. I'll get this out of the way. I, I think it's the guy. It's Darnold Parham. I think red zone Parham is going to be just a vulture of picking up touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, just so big. Like you put Quentin, Mike, and Parham on the field. You got you got three guys over 6'5 out there or 6'4, whatever, how gigantically tall they are. However tall and these guys are. I just feel like he has to score five touchdowns this year. Just even if those are only five catches of the season, I feel like the primary usage of him will be red zone. Um, so I think Parham will get over five. Nice. I like that. I think whoever is not the third wide receiver gets it. So whoever you put in that third spot, if it's Palmer or if it's Johnston, whoever Johnston. is not that. <laughs> Is getting that. It'll be one. Of, it'll, I think we're our wide receivers are just going to go off this year. Sure. I really do. So I think it'll be either it's gonna Palmer. It's going to be spread out. Qu- evenly spread out. Quentin Johnston or or Palmer, since that's or the criteria for this question, will be five. Will be five. I'm going to say Guyton. I, I think, you know, the the opportunity to throw downfield more, as we've been talking about, Keenan Allen saying it, you know, Kellen Moore's primed to do it, to be throwing it downfield. Coming off of an injury, Jalen Guyton could be that guy. I mean, he was he was always the deep threat. Didn't see a ton of, you know, attempts made his way every game. But when he did, I mean, those are highlight reel catches that this right, guy's made. Sure. He's probably like the yeah. top two or three catches that Justin Herbert's ever made. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say Jalen Guyton. I think uh, if you've got, if you've got, you know, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Quentin Johnston, you know, all over the place. Uh, I think Jalen Guyton is going to be the guy that's probably going to have the weakest coverage and the biggest opportunity to make a to make a big play in a you know deep deep toss and get a touchdown. They get were, five of them. They're going to have a weird season where we're going to have like 
five, four wide receivers that have like 750 yards and like a whole bunch of touchdowns. Nobody we had that, a thousand. No yeah. one that a thousand, but everyone's got a shit ton. Well, you that's what, what it mean? was last year. I think, I think we had, I want to say four or five guys that had like 800 yards a piece. Yeah, like DeAndre was, Carter had a ton of yards. Yeah, and Carter and uh, Everett and Palmer. and I, More fun, actually. Two, uh, what if we did, go back to the previous question, 2,000-yard receivers. As a bold prediction? Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> Plus some more behind that that are really close to 1,000. There we go. The that's parlay how, yeah. gets bigger. Well, that's parlay. how you get to 6,000. That's, how you, earlier. that's yeah, how you 6, go from 000. a million to 2 million. That's how we get 6,050 touchdowns. <laughs> All right. Well, Connor... Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with XX Kevon, who asked the question. Oh, it's me. Good news. I'm going to be a part of the Die Hard Bull Club South LA. Yay. (laughs) Okay, let's get straight to it. If you can take one good trait from each other, what would it be? Welcome to the Die Hard Bolt Club. Cheers, buddy. Yes. Welcome. Happy for you, man. That's awesome. They're a great chapter, too. Oh, great chapter. A lot of great people over there. So you're going to have a, a blast. Um, Big old blast. So one mm. good trait from each other. Who starts? <laughs> huh. mm. First, I got to think of Kevin's good trait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling with Kyle's. I'm not sure what to put find- down. Let me let me uh, brainstorm here for a second. So okay, I'll start it then, okay. just so okay, I good. can keep the less dead air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can cut I it will, out. <laughs> I will say uh, from Kevin, I would uh, I would take his work ethic. I love Kevin's work work ethic. I think it's really Kisses. admirable and uh, one that I don't possess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would love to have Kevin's work ethic, and uh, I would love <laughs> to have Kyle's uh, dry sense of humor. <laughs> the times that Kyle has Russian made me sauna. laugh on this show, <laughs> I mean, like, just to the point that, like, my my head hurts, I'm crying, my stomach hurts. It really is fascinating to me how he can be so funny and so off-the-cuff funny it comes out like if i'm trying nowhere. to be funny yeah i'm thinking about it ahead of time i'm locking my answer in and i'm getting it out he's a natural kyle just it just falls out of him so effortlessly it really is admirable so like if i could add that to my <laughs> my belt of things i think i would be i'd be an awesome dude <laughs> yeah uh i'll go um i think you know because my dad doesn't love me as much as kyle apparently i'd like to be have his coaching Amen. knowledge I'd like to have more of that. That'll get you higher up in dog rankings. Yeah, I'm trying to climb the rankings. Um, and this sounds stupid. It really does. But Adam may be the fastest typer I've ever seen. So I would not mind his typing skills. Because literally, he was looking Super at me. Heartfelt literally, answer. I was like, he was like clicking so fucking fast. He was sitting next to me working. I'm like, dude, what is going on? Slapping on the and then, keyboard. And then slapping the so, keys. So imagine you're, you're sitting. Slapping you're the camera. You're me. He just looks over. He's typing and he looks over and he keeps typing. He's just typing. He types like for another like two minutes, just looking at me like this. And I'm like, that's impressive. Among wow. other things, kindness and being an, one of my best friends in the entire world. I take the typing. I'm surprised you didn't say beard, but that's okay. It wasn't. Can't you're still it on the board. <laughs> I'm on the board. All right. Show me beard. <laughs> Show me beard. Show me typing skills. Show me typing skills. 
All right, Kyle, take us home, buddy. All right, I'll finish it off. All right, for Kevin, um, Kevin is one of the most passionate people that I know, no matter what it is, whether it's film, he who goes to film school? Like, I feel like you just have to be so passionate. He's like, who I'm, going to camp. This? I'm going to camp for four years because I'm so passionate about this. <laughs> I'm so passionate about the Chargers that even if I move to Kansas City, oh, I'm just going to send my kid to school so that he's just hated <laughs> by everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Kevin's passion for stuff, for sure, and like lack of quit. No matter what, if all the st- all the chips are against him, he's not going to quit. Oh, he will man. stick it out. You will lose at golf one of these days, dude. It's going <laughs> to happen. Yeah, you, you, I just don't think it's going to. But you're not gonna like quit. Said, it's always, always top golf. Kevin will find a way to get some points. <laughs> not <Yeah>. quitting. <laughs> and then Adam, it, uh, it's just like his. Kevin said it there at the end. It's like his kindness and thoughtfulness. It feels like. Every time we're about to do something or like, he's like, ah, I don't know if we should, I don't know, guys, like, are you sure? Like, is that okay? He's just so thoughtful about everybody else and everything that we're doing. Even with me and Kevin, he's always sacrificing for us for the show. It's totally. like me and Kevin have so many things going on and Adam's never, he's like, I'll be there. Whatever you guys need, whenever we're going to do it, I'll show up. I'll be there. Lean um, so on me yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you're not strong. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Yeah, that's Adam. The world dog. <laughs> Sorry, you're welcome. <laughs> Kyle, that's my special boy. <sighs> well. All right. What a great way to go out. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, getting cold. I'm going to bed. <laughs> awesome affirmations all around. Let's hey, go. I love you guys. I love you too, buddy. All right. Wow, well, XX Kevon, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking the questions and Ask Wolf Fam. We'd love it so much. Uh, but that is going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, that was a fun episode. I don't know. We got to yeah. do more of those fun ones. That all right. Yeah. Well, uh, stick around, folks, for some more fun episodes. But until then, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chant. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Padres won tonight. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay, love you. Bye. Let's go, Padres. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Are you trying to lose weight? Trying to get that six-pack of abs before the summer? Well, now there's a new way. Introducing Wool Dogs Absercise, the newest way to get that toned tummy. But don't take it from us. Ask one of our newest members. I, I'm not gonna have no sit-ups for like two weeks. Or right. It isn't where I am. I'm poured up. So check out Wool Dogs Absercise and get the physique you've always wanted. Call now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 